You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. This is the Transmissions from Atlantis Entertainment Network. Expand your wonder. Hello, this is Nick Briggs, the voice of the Daleks, and you're listening to Transmissions from Gallifrey, and I urge you to listen, or you will be exterminated! Geronimo! For God's sake, Gallifrey stands! the places you're doing in here. Over decorated. I don't like it. Couldn't I just manage with K9? K9 is a mere machine. He's a very sensitive machine. I'm the doctor. I'm a time lord. I'm from the planet Gallifrey, the constellation of Casterbrus. I'm the doctor. These are my new best friends, Ryan, Graham and Yaz. Hey there, everybody. My name is JC Delatore. And I'm Rita Delatore. And this is episode 10 of Transmissions from Gallifrey, where we are talking about the Doctor Who season 11 finale, the Battle of Ranzacor as Colo something. I don't know. Rapsacorus. Rapsacorus uh, Astafala uh, Yeah, that. that. No showbosh, <laughs> no globlo. No. <laughs> <laughs> And with us, of course, as always, is Dr. Scott Vigay. Say hello, Scott. Hello, everyone. Uh, before we get too far, uh, we always like to give a spoiler warning for our folks that are listening to our podcast for the first time. Spoilers. Uh, this podcast does indeed talk spoilers. We talk specific events that happen in this episode. So, uh, yeah, if you haven't watched the episode yet, you probably don't want to listen to this podcast just yet. You might want to go watch it and then come back and listen to us later. And, well... Before we go on to this awesome, awesome Series 11 finale, I guess. Um, all right, let's go back to Episode 9. And Rita, you actually have something for Episode 9. It would have made a better Series finale. Ooh. <laughs> Ouch. The zingers are already starting, Scott. What about you? Do you have anything new? Uh, I concur. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, actually, uh, it was so funny because uh, I was talking about episode 9 with Calliope uh, on uh, on the Articles of Child Proclamation, and what was interesting was I, I was trying to be uh, all very kind of, you know, upbeat and going, well, you know, it wasn't that bad, you know, there was some things that were going on, but man, when uh, it, it struck a chord with, uh, with, with her, and, you know, like the, 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 the parent be, uh, leaving... Her blind daughter, you know, uh, trapped in the the cabin and under fear. I mean, what type of torture was that? I mean, it was like basically, and then all the plot holes, right? I mean, it's like, oh my gosh. So, you know, it's funny about what you're willing to accept and what you're not. And I think that that's a good good way to say the difference between last week's episode and this one, Uh, you know, so, yeah. And uh, and on top of uh, things you're willing to accept... At the time, when we first were discussing that episode, none of us seemed to have a problem with the frog on the chair. <laughs> no, no you, you just kind of go blink, blink, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, but then, but then okay. when you really think about it, and it's like, why? It's like, why was it a frog on a chair? Especially when you we've seen set pictures of this elaborate alien that apparently they made for uh, the... The other entity right that we never saw in the episode that we never saw in the episode so apparently they just decided that the frog would be a great representation of this and it wasn't even a good animatronic frog it was like a plastic kind of you know jim henson early 80s it's the end of the it's the end of the season we have no budget uh you know crud our big alien piece didn't work what do we got well we got this chair (laughs) stick the frog in yeah, yeah. yeah. It. Wasn't this in CDBBs at some point? <laughs> let's let's just grab this frog, and make it move a little bit. In fact, you know what you know what the frog reminds me of? What the frogs that they the animatronic frogs that they have at the, the uh, Wizarding World of Harry Potter and Universal Studios 
the ones that sing. Oh, oh yes. yeah, the yep. hand puppet ones. The hand puppet ones, yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, but still, <laughs> it's supposed to be some sort of weird, you know, dimension where anything can happen, and they at least they try to explain it by saying that it was a uh, an image that made Grace smile or something like that. So you're like, oh, okay. But you're right. It all comes down to what are you willing to accept at the time? Yeah. Uh, still would have made a better better series finale. Yeah. And okay, so let's go to the battle of whatchamacallit. Where do we begin? Wow. Um, I thought the doctor sucked in this episode. <laughs> I thought the whole episode sucked in this episode. <laughs> no, I mean, there were parts of the episode that were actually kind of interesting. I, I like Graham in this episode. Yes, I, Graham, I, Graham once again is the hero. Yes, Graham is the positive influence on this entire season of Doctor Who. And even though he had his moment of darkness in this episode. But at the same time, he still came out of it as the doctor normally would. Yep. And the doctor was just friggin' ridiculous. She, she, she couldn't get to the point. Yep. You know what? Here's the thing I, I don't get. You tell somebody, um, talk about somebody who needs uh, empathy cards, right? Right. I mean, that, this is the thing that I don't get. Uh, okay, all right, look. I I like clever solutions, right? Uh, if you excuse the fandom drift, uh, there is other shows that we watch that where there are clever people that do things without guns, right? right. There's plenty of, of, of examples of that. Uh, you know, Burn Notice, uh, they say that guns make you stupid, duct tape makes you smarter, right? I mean, so, yeah. it, so there's plenty of times where uh, outright violence is not the answer, but... Could the doctor have said this? Look, Graham, you don't want to do that. Trust me, I've gone through all this. I've been through it all, and it's never going to make it right. But don't worry. We will find justice for her, right? Right. If she had said that, then everything would be fine. But right. it was. But it was, oh, oh, you're going to go after him? Well, you know, I'm sorry. You're going to have to leave the, the TARDIS now. Yeah, and, go, go to your room. Or you, and, and, and if you do kill him, you can't travel with me anymore. Right. It was like well, a mom. Well, she right. sounded like a petulant child, actually. Yes. You can't because, play with us anymore if you're going to go do that. Yeah. Right, because it, it was judgy. It was uh, it was condescending. And it took no sense of the trauma that uh, or the empathy for Graham or right. for Ryan. Right. And, and so, you know, here you have the big chance to have the doctor being played by a woman where the gender change was supposed to be significant. Now, they basically said that because of the gender change, the doctor has to be a pacifist in the extreme or has no no tolerance whatsoever for violence. Look, there's a difference about just getting revenge and getting justice. And if the doctor has lost that perspective, then this is my biggest problem with the series is that I've gone on record saying I don't care who plays the character. You gender swap or not, I don't care. It's okay. It's all about the writing. And right. here you have a character that from d day one... So this is the thing. They don't want to do arcs, but they decided to do an arc. What right. is the one thing that they call back? They call back the doctor saying, you don't have the right to uh, defend yourself. Only I can defend you. Right? The, the, the character that was being attacked by the, right. the char character on the, on the crane... Remember right. what I said the next day was she said, oh, wait a minute, he, you pushed him off? Uh, I was taking care of it. You don't have the right to do that. What, the person that was being held captive, that was being threatened with death, doesn't have the right to defend themselves? What the right. heck is that? Yeah. So that's what gets called back here, where she doesn't take the sentence to say, hey, Graham, look, don't do that because there's going to be a price that you're going to have to pay. Trust me, from my experience... Here, but you know what? I'm validating your pain, and I'm going to tell you that we will find some way to bring justice. Yeah, there's right? a better way to do it. Yeah, there's, there's a, better a better way. way not, not just be yeah. the better man. It's yeah. the there's a better way to to find justice. Yeah. And and so that's so literally. I mean, okay, I'm going on record. Since they've made a point of bookending the season with this, I have to say that this is now a character trait of the Doctor that they want to portray. Yeah. In which case, I'm putting on record, I don't like it. Yep. All right, Rita, what about you? Uh, I got to agree with Scott. 
I got to agree with Scott with everything he says. I just dislike the doctor completely in this episode. She wasn't clever. Uh, she wasn't articulate. She came off as a petulant child. She, she took forever to get to the point, And when she finally got to a point, she didn't know what to do. Right. And that that's really what's bugged me about this doctor is usually the doctor's the one that knows what to do. She's always searching for, you know, I don't know the answer to this. I've never heard of that. What is this? I'm, I don't know what this is. Uh, she, she sounds like the companions who are constantly asking questions. Yep. You're, you're, you're the doctor. You're not the companion. Exactly. I mean, they don't get me They have a, a flat organizational structure now. It's all the friends. It's, yeah. Yeah. The, the doctor not the hero. There have been doctors in the past I have once in a while come across something that even stumped them. Yeah. But every episode? Every single episode this season, she's run, ran into some, In fact, I think there's only been one episode where she's like, oh, yeah, I know who they are. You know, and at least at least she did that with the, the what are they, the onks or whatever the heck they were called? Yeah. The, yeah. The, the people that apparently lived for thousands and thousands of years or whatever. Yep. My other big issue was the doctor has always played the zero-sum game where, you know, if it's one life versus a billion lives, you know, he does or she does what needs to be done. And her hesitating to disconnect the, the Anx's uh, machine and save the Earth, I had a big problem with that. Yep. Uh, well, and it wasn't just saving the Earth. It was saving all those other trapped planets as well. Yeah. Uh, the whole point is that you don't just have billions. You have trillions of people you of need lives. to save. And she doesn't want to take the lives of these two people. And it's like, okay, I get that you're trying to save everybody, but... Sometimes what? you can't. Sometimes you can't. And, I mean, it, goes, it harkens back to the Ninth Doctor where he's happy that just this once, everybody lives. Right. Right? Exactly. It's because the doctor knows that nine times out of he or she's going to have to make that tough choice and somebody's going to lose. And yep. she wasn't willing to make that decision. And to me, that made her not the doctor. Yep. Exactly. And and the, and the point is, is that she could have made that decision and she didn't. And we spent another, what, 25 minutes of her trying to figure out how to save these two people. Right. When the answer was right there. Unplug yep. the damn machine, and you're done! Yep, yep, yep. And then, can I mention the whole thing about the planet that gets in your head and, and all that stuff? So yeah. they have to wear these these uh, compensators. Yes. They take them off for 20 seconds, and the worst that happens is they get a little fuzzy-headed because yeah. they bother, they're like, oh, well, we'll just go into the TARDIS. So this big this big mention about, oh, we've got to make sure we're not, you know, not going to be without protection. Let's make sure we have enough chips for everybody, mm -hmm. uh, you know, ultimately is useless and doesn't go anywhere and whatnot. You know, right. it's yeah. bad writing, bad writing. It's yes. just, oh, they never explained why this particular planet even has these uh, weird, weird yeah. uh, properties. It, it, it just does. It's like, OK. It just is what it is. It just and, is. And, and they, they don't explain why the creature that, that was, you know, sent there by mistake, you know, the bat, the big bad from the Tim beginning. Of, yeah, Tim Shaw. Yeah. Tim Shaw. Why he was stuck there, uh, if he wanted to leave, he would die. Why? They didn't explain that. And right. if he, And if he was, then why not use the reality-altering, you know, uh, deities to, to allow him to... Get yourself off the planet. Right. It, uh, uh, <laughs> you know what, Scott? There's been a lot of them not explaining things thoroughly throughout this whole series. Yep. And there's been a lot of the Doctor just meandering around, going on these deep rants that go absolutely nowhere. And yeah. it's, it's terribly frustrating because this isn't Doctor Who. This isn't the Doctor. You know, the, the doctor always knows what to do. The doctor always knows what choices have to be made, even the hard ones. The doctor is the doctor's always a good person, even when he or she doesn't know it. Yeah, Peter, Peter Capaldi's doctor would have had no problem making the choice that had to be made. Yeah, and, and so, so let's mention Peter Capaldi for a moment. When he was doing the whole thing with the, the cards, because he is so out of touch, he doesn't know how to comfort people. Okay, right. uh, all right. It's done for a little bit for a laugh, 
And had this doctor just been so shell-shocked by all the experiences of, of her lifetime, right, considering how much older this doctor is to all the other versions, right, mm -hmm. and, and all the other trauma and all the other things about, you know, in, you know, the last battlefield where, you know, Peter Capaldi's doctor, you know, is so tired of all the death that, right. you know, maybe that's what is carrying over that's, that's really dominating this doctor. If they want to do that, that could be encouraged. That could be interesting. That could be an interesting character trait that would have to, to struggle with because how do you do? How do you basically do your job, which is save the universe and make those tough decisions when you you no longer have the stomach for it, right? There's plenty right. of there's plenty of soldiers that come off the battlefield and never want to pick up another gun, and that's perfectly legitimate. Right, yep. it's perfectly fine, sure. but it would it would be something to develop and to, to, to struggle with. Think of Highlander when when uh, McCloud no longer wants to use his sword, but he happens to be immortal. So there can be only one. What can you do? They're going to come for your neck. What are you going? And, and there's only so long you can use the wooden sword before you right. go. You know what? I, I no matter how hard I don't like this, uh, I have to choose the life I've got, which is right. you, you know what I mean. And and yeah. so if they can't if stay they, on holy ground forever. Yeah. Right. So if they did something like that with this doctor, I would not bitch at all. I wouldn't complain. I, sorry, I didn't mean to swear, but I, 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 I wouldn't, I wouldn't be upset. I would say this is fine. This is good writing, uh, in, in, in all that sort of stuff. But at every turn, they're not treating this doctor well. If, if nothing else, this is a caricature of what some guy thinks a woman would say if. Uh, you know, writing for a female because right. there's there's supposed to be t more touchy feely. But right. how how can they? It showed even less empathy for Graham and Ryan than than Peter Capaldi and his stupid. I don't know. I can't treat you any different than your pet. Uh, or right. or you, you know what I mean? It was right. worse than that. And and uh, you know. And so let's let's talk about uh, Graham and Ryan. You but, know, bef before we do that, okay. before they do that, let's let's uh, finish off on the doctor real quick. I know, Rita, you probably had a little bit more to go on the doctor, right? Um, I, I think I was done making my point, but I, I, I just, I was coming into this new series with the female doctor feeling empowered, thinking, all right, finally, we have a female doctor, right? Mm -hmm. And I was praying that they really were going to write her well, and they had such a huge responsibility and an amazing opportunity to make her great mm -hmm. she is the worst doctor i've ever seen wow You're, you've gone that far i've actually gone that far this this last episode just kind of sealed the deal for me this is the worst series of doctor who i've ever seen oh no not worse than series eight yeah really for me yeah aside for a couple episodes here and there like the rosa parks episode and the uh Wow. The, the Demons the of Punjab. Yeah, those are two excellent episodes. Every other episode was written badly, bored me to tears, and, and I just didn't like it overall. And and that was part of the problem that I had with with the Doctor in this particular episode as a season finale. It was like watching Lord of the Rings, where there's just nothing but walking going on in this spaceship. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they're, they're, they're walking I was waiting for a hobbit to come in and throw a ring into a volcano. I mean, it was ridiculous. <laughs> you know, there was walking here, they're walking there, they're talking, they're trying to figure everything out. Where was all the action and the suspense of a freaking there wasn't series finale? Any. There wasn't any. There was and, nothing. It was horrible. And, and when, you know, I'll, I'll say this about the doctor. Uh, I think that it's very possible that at some point in the future, uh, Jody's doctor will be considered a fantastic doctor, but it's going to be Big Finish that does it. Think about what Big Finish was able to do for Colin Baker's doctor, right. and and, yeah. and and how they were able to to really kind of think about what they wanted with that doctor and to make it all make sense and to give the time to do it and the right treatment. And and now the sixth doctor has such a a massive following thanks to Big Finish, but it was Big Finish that did it. Yeah. Uh, I think that Jody is going to have the same sort of resurrection. I, I think. I, that, I, I hope so because the writers this season have not done her character any justice at all. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. It, it's been a rough season uh, just to see Doctor Who in in this particular show. 
one of the big problems I have, and we'll talk about this in our season recap too, uh, that we're going to have on Patreon. One of the big problems I've had all season long is we rarely saw the doctor in the TARDIS all year long. Yeah. You know, thank God this particular episode, the season finale, we finally got to see her in the TARDIS for what? Five seconds, 10 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> you know? she, she flipped a switch and bam, we're here and we're on to our next adventure. So that part of Doctor Who was missing, and it has been missing all season. Then you have the Doctor not acting like the Doctor. Then you have the Doctor doing these huge monologues that go absolutely nowhere, that nobody listens to, and that she always loses with. Yep. Takes forever. And I I, I actually find my, my, find myself zoning out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, I it, mean, Reader will, will tell you there's there was a couple times where I was actually looking at my phone or or checking stuff, my email on the computer while the episode is going on. And I never used to do that with Doctor Who. Yeah, I, I was doing yeah. the same thing yep. on a brand well, new episode I've never seen before. And I, I damn and I damn sure has never done that in a season finale. <laughs> and, 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 and so it, it got this bad. When I saw the the, the, the the bit for the the New Year's Day special, where uh -huh. she says, you know, let them know that the Earth is defended, I'm like, I laughed out loud. What is she <laughs> going to do? She's going to tell them, to, to, you know, uh, give them a 10-yard penalty? <laughs> you know, look, when, you know, the Seventh Doctor was able to convince a Dalek that life was pointless and to self-destruct, right? Mm -hmm. You know, Matt Smith basically said, you know, I'm the Doctor, so basically run, right? Mm -hmm. You know, there is an actual threat there. The doc the doctor the you know, David Tennant's doctor was the oncoming storm. Mm -hmm. And 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 whatever action that he might have taken, like let's say that with the family of blood, think about the family of blood. He did some things very similar to what Ryan and, and Graham decide. You know, he didn't kill them, but he did worse than kill them. Yes. Right? So right. so when she says, you know, the the earth is defended I laughed out loud. Because uh, you can't believe it. Because yeah, you don't believe it. Because what's she gonna do? She has shown she has no plan. She doesn't. She doesn't have uh, uh, anything to back it up, and that is crazy. Because she should be playing the doctor, right? Right. right. So, so write her as the doctor. And like I said, if you're gonna have a a a a, a character break from the oncoming storm and all the other things that, you know, and because, because and it, it would lead in very nicely with Peter Capaldi's doctor, because that was all the doctor of war. And what is the doctor of war? Oh, it's actually uh, optimism and all that sort of stuff. I guess, mm -hmm. you know, that whole Christmas episode that this was actually supposed to be a continuation of, right. um, you know, if they wanted to really, you know, take that even further and, and really separate her from all the other versions of the doctor, which, I think would be a mistake, but if they wanted to do that, you could have done it, but it would require more lines. You had mm -hmm. to finish the sentence. Yep. And and there are plots this season where things just stop. Yeah. I mean it's like it's like it's like someone said, Well, we have forty four minutes, gotta hit that you know and cut, you know? And yep. Like what? Yeah. Yeah, and there was too much of that all season long. And then you you have that one uh, situation where you're waiting for the doctor to take control. You know, yeah, there's been many times when, you know, David's doctor or a lot of the other doctors haven't figured out what's going on right at the start, but once they figure it out, they know exactly what to do. Yeah. And so she many didn't. times we've seen Jody's doctor uh, completely not have a plan, not have a clue, and just go by the seat of her pants, you know? And Yes, the doctor does do that from time to time, but for the most part, he or she knows what the hell she's doing, and it turns out in the right way. Yeah, part of what I felt was missing, and this is what kind of came to mind, you know, there, there's that whole line from River that uh, armies, you know, turn and run just at the mention of his name. Right. No one's going to be scared of her. Yes. She doesn't have that same gravitas no. that the doctor should have. And it's, I don't think it's Jody. I don't think it's the fact that it's a female no. doctor. No, no, it's going to be misinterpreted that way, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people that are saying, oh, you guys just hate her because she's a woman. No, has nothing to do with that. Yeah. What it is, is the writing has not allowed her to convey the power of being the, the doctor. doctor. Yeah. 
And if it turns around in the the anniversary special, if 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 somehow that episode is totally awesome, I hope it bodes well because we got a year break um, yes. between that and the next season. Yeah. A year break. I, I, I think we're gonna get to that. Yeah, we're we're definitely gonna talk about that. Uh, yeah. So we'll get to that. Um, you wanted to talk about Graham and, and Ryan, so let's go there. Okay, so what I liked about that was when when Ryan says, oh, don't do it. Do you think you can do it? Because uh, if, if you try to kill him, he might kill you, you know, all that sort of stuff. When Ryan is saying, don't do it, he's saying, you know, don't do it because we're a family and I like how things are. Don't ruin this with the doctor. And, and he's also doing it out of fear for Graham's life. So... You know, and as the um, and as someone who is just as bereaved by what Tim Saw did, uh, you know, Ryan is the only other person on the show that can actually say, "Hey, I have you know uh, the right to say maybe we should try something else," right? right? And and so I liked the conversation between the two of them. I thought that it was very heartfelt. That you know, it brought back the whole granddad thing again. But it was a, a good way because those two needed to find uh, justice and they needed to find closure. And I yes. love what Graham said. Look, we didn't sort this out the right way the first time. And now look what's happened. Right? right. Look what look what has happened because the doctor just wanted to send it on its way. Right. right. That was the doctor's plan. And and this is, you know, this is on her neck. And, uh, it, and millions of people had died. Yeah. Uh, because uh, even even though they restored those planets, she she had already established that the, the people that were on those planets are dead. Yeah, yeah. the, the so, planets were restored, but not the lives that were on it. Yeah. Yeah. So so how bad can someone be before you go? All right, that's it. You know, I mean, that's the thing. That's now now the doctor's an alien, so there's different values and all that sort of stuff. But what I'm saying is that you know she's got human companions. Have a little empathy. Right, yeah. and and if you want to teach them a, a better way to find justice, then do so. But yes. you know, so so here you have Ryan and Graham having a, you know a very great discussion about yep. what they want to do, and you know what, they came up with a solution. Yeah, they figured it out themselves, and that's usually what the doctor does. Yeah, yep, they they did something worse than kill him. I'm happy. I'm happy with what they did. Absolutely. Now, 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 Graham kind of puts it off like, "Oh, I'm, you know, Doc, I, I, I couldn't do it." Uh, bullshit. He could have. Yeah, he could uh, have know, totally blown him away, but he, he decided to do something that much worse. He, he decided. Not only did he, but he also did it for Ryan, right? Mm -hmm. Don't ruin this with the doctor, right? So he did it for Ryan. I don't care what he was, what he might say uh, in front of everybody else, but that's why he did it. And, and they, and, and, and yeah. it was such poetic justice. Yes. That as as they're putting him to, into the cryostasis, they say, "Just remember one name, and your uh, on <laughs> have one name on your mind for for all of eternity." Grace. Grace. Yes. Isn't that doctory? That yes. Doctor oh. oh oh. Can we talk about at least the one best line in the entire episode? Go for it. And it was from Graham. Yep. Yippee ki yay. <laughs> yeah. Well, there, there's our Christmas episode right there. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I mean, I mean, it, but isn't that what we've been saying all season long? And 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 I have to say, poor Yaz has been reduced to the traditional companion. What's that, Doctor? I'll just go stand over here because I have, yep. you know, I, they haven't bothered to write anything for me at all. Yep. And I and I get that it's rotation. You know that it, with a, with a crowded console room, you have to really kind of work it to make sure that you have enough for everybody, and it doesn't always happen. But yep. my God, you, you know it, it's gone a little too long. You know and, what I mean? And, and the whole thing of I'll stay with you, Doctor, because you know I'm gonna stay right by your side, and then give her nothing to do. Zero. <laughs> Zero. I mean, you know, even on our show where we have a large cast, right? Continuum Force coming up. Mm -hmm. and, at least we point we put a lantern on it at one yes. point. I mean, we had fun with it. We knew what we were doing, yeah. and we and we actually pointed it out because you know there you go. But I mean, come on now. I mean, they really, 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 really 
uh, need to figure out what they want to do moving forward. I mean, like uh, uh, Debbie was saying, oh, look, he's now the, 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 the beloved grandparent. He's dead. I'm like, no, 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 he can't die because we already know who's going to be in the, the next episode, right? Mm-hmm. So that kind of ruined yeah. that a little bit. Yeah. But, but it, you know, it's like they've done so much with Graham and Ryan that I fear that either they'll be completely ignored moving forward or they're just going to continue to work with them because they have, you know, they actually contribute something. And, yep. yeah, it's going to have absolutely nothing to do, you know? Yeah. So, so let's talk about the two aliens, the Ooks or Ucks or Yucks or, or orcs. orcs. Whatever. Orcs from Mork or Mork, Mork, Mork from, from orcs, orcs, yes. So out of that race, there's only ever two? No, I, I think what it is is that uh, apparently these aliens live for like a super, super long. Like I think the doctor said it was a millennia, right? Yeah, or something like that. But there's always two that have the power or something like that. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so basically, I guess there's not that many of them because they live forever, practically. You know, they're practically immortal. I, I, I guess so. so. But then there's only two of them can, that can affect reality. Right, exactly. And, and what's interesting about it is that, you know, it's all about having faith and then, you know, the whole uh, mm-hmm. false gods thing. So they, they pulled a, a, a page out of Stargate a little bit. Uh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. The, it, it had a very Goa'uld Stargate vibe. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And maybe, yeah. It's because we, maybe it's because we've been rewatching Stargate, but uh, yeah, we, <laughs> we, we were totally feeling the, the false god. Uh, I'm, I'm, I mean, no there. offense, but if I practice a religion and somebody comes and claims to be my creator and their face is covered in teeth, I'd have doubts. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, I'm praying to you. Yeah, but, <laughs> I'll be like, um, I but think I did convert to atheism. How about that? <laughs> I, I did like you, you have a you raised a great point, Rita. But I think in the story, the one good thing that they did do was say that at least the one, the more doubt she had, the more thought she was on the right track, uh, because knowledge was actually, uh, the you know, uh, was against what they were trying to strive for. Right? right, they were trying to strive for that understanding that you know nothing. Right. Um, and, and and it sounds bad when you write when you say it out loud, but it's really kind of uh, you know it's that understanding that you know you're a small part of a greater universe is what it was trying to say, I guess. I don't know, but it was. And here's yeah. another here's another thing that is also unexplained in this episode. Uh, when we first meet the two Ooks or Ux or whatever uh, <laughs> at the beginning of the episode. You know, she's telling him that they got to make this thing. You know, it's their duty and blah, blah, blah. What were they making? Oh, who knows? And what was the reason for it? Yep. Yep. That yeah. was never explained either. Yeah. I if mean, they, what was their purpose? They, they basically just dropped that whole uh, uh, storyline, right? Because it, it was one of these deals where, oh, this is so important, vitally important. You have to do this. Oh, there's a guy that just dropped from the sky. Let's go oh, talk look, to him. Oh, he's got teeth in his face. Hello, creator. <laughs> Forget yeah. that other thing. Forget that other thing. That's not important anymore. There's a guy with teeth in his ne- face. Never, never mind you apparently have been training your entire life for that. Forget that crap. You know, let's go talk to the guy with the teeth in his face. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, uh, this, this whole episode was just so poorly written. Oh, my gosh. There's so many plot holes. It's like... Here's a piece of plot right at the beginning could, that could have totally been something amazing, could have totally driven the entire episode. And, and maybe maybe had, for, a, maybe had a point to the rest of the right? damn episode. And what did they do? <laughs> Drop it for Tooth Guy. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, I know. I well, could take that one scene at the beginning and rewrite the whole episode myself, and it would probably be better. Maybe, yeah. I, I agree with you, Rita. And and the whole the whole script could have been written in a day. I, it, I think it was written in a day, and that's part of the problem. <laughs> yeah. Written in an hour, and they're like, "Here, here." <laughs> oh crap! We need a season finale. Well, here, let's let's have them walk around for about twenty minutes, and uh, you know, <laughs> have the doctor ramble on for another yeah. twenty minutes. And their episode done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's get our shift on. It'll be fine. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. I, 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 I don't recall her saying that this episode. No, she didn't do get a shift on for this episode. But uh, uh, I, I can tell you one thing. Uh, she needed to get a shift on because it was getting a little ridiculous. Yeah. All right. All right, folks. So when we come back, we're going to talk about 
the return of Doctor Who and when it's going to be returning. We got some really bad news, folks, uh, and we're going to talk about it. But first... Rate the episode. We definitely need to rate the episode. Zero. It wasn't a zero. <laughs> Come on. It wasn't that bad. Fine. One. You're giving it a one? That's I'm, your, I'm, that's your official? I'm giving it a one, and the only reason I'm giving it a one is because yippee well i'm gonna give it a five because i thought graham and ryan uh and their final solution for toothface uh (laughs) was uh was was worthy of at least uh, that entertaining aspect of the of the episode uh the doctor was terrible the other aliens were terrible Uh, i don't even know why the crew of the derelict ship or whatever was was even involved i guess they were there just there for the somebody for the doctor to save and, and get, get her to from point A to point B. I don't know. But yeah, why, why were they even in stasis, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, they never really explained that either. What was the, was Tim Shaw taking power from them or something? What, what was the deal with that? Who the hell knows? There was so much unexplained crap in this episode. Yeah. So, so Screw it, I'm giving it a zero. <laughs> so you can't change your note. You said one. I changed it. All right, fine. I'm sticking with Yippee the five. Kai. Scott, what are you giving it? I'm giving it a five for the Graham and Ryan element, uh, but I, I feel uh, I feel everyone's pain. It is <laughs> it, it, um, it, basically this showrunner has failed this franchise. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know what it is, but maybe it might lead into why we've got uh, a long wait ahead of us. Yeah, I so, hope he quits. So, so, <laughs> so we'll talk about that and more. But first. What I would like to do right now is give you a little taste of a new series that we're going to be starting, uh, hopefully in a few weeks. Uh, More likely, it's going to be the beginning of January, and this is called The Vampires of Whitechapel, so check this out. Transmissions from Atlantis Entertainment presents The Vampires of Whitechapel. I was marked by a vampire to become his offspring, his child of the night. He brought me death but then breathed in an entirely different, terrifying life. First, I'll tell you what I am not. I am not a vampire that glitters in the sun. I don't fall in love with human beings, nor have I any ties to my mortal coil. I left that long ago. The year was 1888. I was working for George Lusk and the Whitechapel Vigilance Committee in London. Our goal was to capture the fiend who was known most as Jack the Ripper. You dare follow me? What I am is a predator, and I am hunting you. All right, we're back, and so... We've basically told you what we thought of the season finale of series 11. Not so good. <laughs> Not so good at all. Nope. Nope. What about the news that Doctor Who, other than obviously New Year's Day, will not be returning until 2020? I hope it's because Chibnall's quitting and they have to find a new showrunner. I don't think that's going to be the case because I, I think they've already started filming for for this season. Then they, if they if they just started filming, then how is it that it, they're not going to air it until 2020? I don't understand it either. Scott, what do you got for me? I don't know, because I would like to know. I mean, was it a scheduling conflict? Was it like, you know, hey, we want Jody, but she's going to be busy in 2019. So if you... No, if you because have, she's already, they're already started filming. Then, what, then what's the deal? Right? Maybe we're getting more Sherlock, and it's a big surprise. But uh, but but Chibnall's not involved in Sherlock, so it doesn't that's matter. That's right. It doesn't matter. It shouldn't matter. Uh, we, okay, Maybe so, another season of Broadchurch. So no, they finished Broadchurch. So so here's here's my reaction. What? What? <laughs> you know, what? You, know uh, you know, you know, way to go, BBC. I, I want to show I want to show support and love for Doctor Who. I want to make sure that everyone loves Jodie's Doctor. What do I do? I put it on hiatus. Yes. I mean, uh, <laughs> Great I mean, idea. And 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 quite honestly, I'm convinced 
that the only reason they don't call this a Christmas special and they moved it a couple of weeks to January 1st is because that way they can say they did something in 2019. Yes, yep. exactly. Oh, yeah. So, so that they can't, so nobody can go out and say, oh, they didn't do anything in 2019. Yeah, we had this one episode. Yeah. Christmas, uh, New Year's Day. New Year's Day, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and when are we going to have it in 2020? Oh, early 2020. So at least a year. Yep. Right? Yep. So at least a full calendar year before we actually see Doctor Who again. And I'm, I for one am very frustrated by this because obviously we weren't exactly pleased with Series 11, but there's more for this Doctor to expand on. One season, I don't think, is enough for for us to really learn a Doctor. And that, that was one of the reasons why I feel that Chris Eccleston got shortchanged uh, yes. by, his own, by his own doing, of course. But, you know, I felt like there was more for that, for the Ninth Doctor. And if this was the only season for Jody, it would have been a disservice to Jody. Now, we already know that Jody's going to be back for Series 12. They, from what I understand, they've already started filming. But... To hold it off till 2020, there's going to be a huge gap where people are just going to, I mean, it, forget about forget it. about Doctor Who. You you're know, gonna, it, you're going to move on, right? Move you're on, just... watch other shows. You know, Game of Thrones is coming back. You know, that that whole thing. Well, you know, well Eric... that, that's a really good thing, right? Okay, so so Game of Thrones had to wait because winter is coming. Winter is here. You can't film in, in summer. For, right. for the last season of, of Game of Thrones. When Doctor Who had other gap years, they said, hey, we've got too much going on with the Olympics. Can we push Doctor Who off a little bit so that we don't have to compete? There, right. was, there were reasons given, right? What is the reason given here? Nada. None. Nothing. Just because, uh, we'll we'll bring it back in 2020. No big deal. Why? Why? Mm-hmm. And, and what's what's very frustrating is that despite the episodes being less than ideal, it has been a ratings bonanza for Doctor Who. Right. Uh, especially compared to previous seasons of Capaldi and the end of Matt Smith's run. Exactly. Which which why pushing it off for so long is stupid. Makes no sense. It's stupid. It, 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 so so I've seen some people go. Now, 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 it's the BBC, and long waits usually happen. Yeah, maybe if you're, you know, Red Dwarf or something, but Doctor Who had, you know, uh, pretty straightforward season after season after season. A gap year usually happened as the Doctor was heading out. It happened with... A a gap year happened for uh, the Tenth Doctor to do a bunch of specials just so that they could kind of line up things, and, and he was on his way out. They did it again with Matt Smith. They did it again with Peter Capaldi. You know, there was, you know, uh, you know, there was a significant gap between Capaldi and Jody's first season. Yep. Yeah. And that's with Peter Capaldi having a Christmas special followed by another Christmas special. Right. Right. Yeah. right? You know, there wasn't a whole lot of Peter Capaldi towards the end either. Uh, right. so, so I don't know what is the deal with that. You, you know, uh, why is it so much to ask for to have, you know, 12 episodes followed by 12 episodes in a in a regular time period, when everywhere else in the universe is doing streaming year-round programming, how come Doctor Who has to do this, right? And if it's that expensive to do, then work with the Canadians, do something. Find, but, th- you but know, that's the thing that that I'm not understanding is that not only has Jodie's Doctor been uh, a ratings, uh, you know, juggernaut for Doctor Who, she's also reinvigorated. Uh, a part of the fan base that hasn't been interested in Doctor Who in quite some time, uh, the female fan base. And the fact that they're making us wait an entire year, an entire calendar year, until the next episode of Doctor Who is absolutely ridiculous. They're, they're, they're killing their own golden goose, right? So, so, uh, do you think that there might be other people like Rita who are feeling that the, the chance to have a female Doctor has been kind of let down? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm, I'm I'm sure there are out there, but yeah. I think they're the silent major, min, minority. Yeah. Because I I mean all the cheerleading that Jody's been getting, you know, at least from the fan pages that I've been visiting, you know. Yeah. Uh, you, God forbid if you say anything against Jody, you know, you're you're. Right. 
you're a chauvinist and you're everything else, right? You're you're an isterophobe. Yeah, no, no, no. I, yeah. I get that. I get that. But I mean, it's it's like you know, are they taking this year to make sure that the scripts are are right? I mean, it's almost God. Like we they, can only hope, right? We can right. only hope. Is, is that what the BBC is doing? They're like, well, okay, now. We we need to like you know have somebody look them over right you find that like RTD or or is come back to Doctor Who but he's in a, a, <laughs> a, a he's in a, a, a um, advisory capacity or something right. I don't know I mean something's going on there because uh, it the fact that they give no reason that's just bizarre it's it's very frustrating for Doctor Who fans especially if when you're trying to learn this new Doctor you're trying to get into this Doctor and at least as far as I think the three of us are concerned, this season has been a bit of a letdown. Yeah. You know, it, it started off with a whole bunch of promise. You know, we wanted to love her. And the fact that, that we've had so many problems seeing her as the doctor, you need more volume to be able to establish her as a doctor. They yep. had such an amazing opportunity to evolve the show, take it to the next level. And I felt like it de-evolved. Uh, to something less than what it should have been. Right, and then you take a break. For a whole year. What, what's going to come back, is my question. You know, will, will whatever comes back have any kind of resemblance to the show that, that we used to love? I, I've honestly, in the past, have not understood when I came across Doctor Who fans who had not watched certain seasons. And I'm like, how can you have not watched these episodes? I mean, I thought you were a Doctor Who fan. Wouldn't you have watched everything? And and now I'm going back and thinking, okay, maybe they didn't watch it because for for them in their eyes, they've lost interest. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm wondering if I'm going to get into that point because I didn't enjoy this ep- this season, except for a couple episodes. A lot of the episodes in this season, I'll probably never even go back and rewatch because I don't want to. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, when it comes to things like Rosa and the Demons of Punjab, those are two stellar episodes. But yeah. you can only do so many um, historically relevant, culturally relevant uh, commentary episodes. And, right? and honestly, and honestly, I think the only episodes we probably will rewatch uh, when we when we decide to rewatch episodes this season are the ones where uh, where it was historical. Yeah, the Witchfinders was wasn't the greatest episode in the world, but it was still an entertaining it episode entertaining. to watch. Oh, oh yeah, it, that one's gonna. Well, uh, it, it's because of of King James. I mean, yeah, Alan Cumming was great. Alan, yeah. Alan Cummings was great. That's probably why they, they could only afford a frog in the next episode. <laughs> um, you know, it's. Uh, but but I, I think I think that episode is gonna grow on people. I think that yeah. it will be uh, one that people will watch again. But do I want to watch Jody's premiere episode again? Eh, probably not. Yeah. Do I want to watch uh, the one where she's in the spaceship? Uh, you know, uh, with with the other doctors and nurses and whatever that whole thing was. And, and let's not and, even let's not even go into the spider episode. And I didn't even. Watch that one. <laughs> uh, I mean, there are so many forgettable episodes this season, and and again, we're starting to delve into the the season review, which I I don't want to do until our Patreon episode, but. It, it was just very, very frustrating, I think, for those that are trying to, to get into this Doctor to know that uh, in 2020, maybe we'll see our Doctor again. Yeah, I, I think that whatever momentum they had, they just killed it. And they're probably hopefully there'll be a good thing. I mean, who knows? Maybe on January 1st, we're going to be looking at that, that episode and going, they got it right! They got it yeah. right! And, and now and we have to... And now we have to wait a year, you know. Yeah, and there and there have been some, uh, you know, indications that it could be a original series uh, villain, maybe the Daleks. Even though Chebnall said that there was going to be no original series villains in the first series for but the first for Jody, series is over. But the first series is over, and so technically he wouldn't be lying if the Daleks happened right. to be in the New Year's Day episode. The description that she used of, you know, who the villain is kind of sounds like the way the doctor typically describes the Daleks. So, yeah, you know, yeah. we'll have to see, I guess. I, I think she's going to have to talk to her past selves to figure out how she wants to handle the Daleks. I, I don't know. I, I, I hate to say that, but it's sort of Cora 
you know, uh, you know, from the last Airbender, right? Where yeah. you know, it, it, somehow Korra wasn't exactly uh, on her on her game enough. She actually and and that's when she lost contact with all the past uh, uh, avatars, and it caused all sorts of problems. I you know, I, I feel like they're treating this doctor kind of in the same way. Yeah. Uh, and it's just weird. Yeah. All right, folks, that's going to do it for this particular episode of transmissions from Gallifrey. And obviously uh, we're going to be taking a little bit of a break along with Dr. Who. So we will not be back until new year's day. We will have our review of the new year's day episode. Hopefully it will be an Instacast. I expect it to be unless we are just like super busy on new year's day. I don't, I don't have any big plans. I don't know about you. Yep. Uh, I plan yep. on watching Doctor Who, so that's that's my plan for, <laughs> right. for New Year's Day. And then for our Patreon uh, supporters, uh, our patrons, 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 they're not patrons. I think they're patrons. Patrons, whatever. Patrons of Patreon. People who give us monies. Yes, people who give us <laughs> monies. Uh, we will have a season in review episode shortly after that uh, finals. Uh, episode and we'll recap each episode yeah and we'll recap each episode and we will basically give you our favorites our worst episodes which i gotta tell you the series season finale may right be <laughs> maybe right there and you know our best moments and worst moments of this season of doctor who but until then elonzi elonzi goodbye everybody say bye scott goodbye scott Look sharp, Rose Tyler, allons-y. And then, it'd be really brilliant if I met someone called Alonzo, because then I could say allons-y, allons every time. been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek. This is the Transmissions from Atlantis Entertainment Network. Expand your wonder.